code shit. Wow. Like in new ways, like literally like not usable at points, like truly. That's rough. Yeah, it was wild. I've never experienced, I've never had literally any issues with a beta up until this one. Like, geez. Kind of, kind of wild. Yeah. I mean, I get it's, it's a beta. It is a beta, Spencer. There's, hey, that's, uh, and I'm not mad about it necessarily. I'm just saying this was, this was their worst version of it so far. Like, <laughs> like I would still assume there's going to be bugs in this, in the, in current, it's released because they're, I, they, my phone's still doing a little, little odd shit. Yeah, we we were slightly panicking this morning because, like, we have at work, we have a mobile app that I product manage, and then our our uh, not our CTO, our director was like, "Did did we test the app on iOS 16? Because I can't log in." And we were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, hold on, what's going on here?" We didn't, but like, also, <laughs> I... <laughs> we didn't, but but whoa. it was, but it was fine. Slow your but roll. It was fine. It was fine. User <laughs> error. It, he just forgot his password. Basically. <laughs> just Oh no, I lost my sticky note with my password. It's the only way the, the Russians can't get you. I write it all down. Who's gonna come into my house? Honestly, honestly at this point. Honestly, honestly we've we've swung point, back around, yeah. Should we all just have all of our passwords right above <laughs> our computer screen? Who comes to your house? No one. Yeah, I, if no I one had comes home. Like uh, like a sticky note right here on my monitor, you know, like back in the day. It's that actually might be the safest one. It, I all mean, these all these authenticator apps and like password managers, they get hacked all the time. That's what I'm saying. Uh, maybe it's <laughs> maybe we stumbled onto something. <laughs> I mean, maybe we should all go back and just start writing them all down. Yeah, all right, that's that's our fall our our fall winter uh, product line. Our product Pass, line is just pieces notebook. of paper. It's just like a notebook that says save your password. Passwords here. And then the one we had one we had a it a fucking basically uh, add an air tag to it so when you lose the whole thing, you can just find it with your phone anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we get it like uh we design it so you can like slide your air tag right into it. And it only fits an air tag. <laughs> Honestly, this we're sounds... on something. Okay, I think Honestly, I mean we could at least open up a stupid Etsy store. I, I did for too, it. so maybe <laughs> Maybe maybe that's what's doing it. Uh, I've been recording this whole time. Have you been recording? Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, I yeah. figured we probably wouldn't want the company stuff in there, so I really started hammering the passwords. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, I was keeping it. I was keeping it clean. I was keeping it clean. Uh, you know well, me. I'm the more stressed on that side of the fence. Always. You're always so stressed, although I think my VP did listen to a couple episodes or something, so whatever. It's fine. Uh, hello. Uh, yeah, I think someone, I think, I think Fred, who is who I currently work with, listens so hi fred what's up uh, fred hope you're feeling better uh he was out today <laughs> <laughs> speaking of you know getting outing yourself yeah, that, oh my god i wonder if so actually i would say we do need to bleep his name there because <laughs> that was an unfair that's thing that's, to, that's to true do. that's true that's true <laughs> their name uh oh god oh geez uh, welcome anywho, back to the dmgt podcast i am here. your host danny and I'm Spencer, and this is this is the episode you're getting. This so is this is it. In. This is pretty much it. Uh, oh my god, dude. Okay, so I don't normally, and I was just talking to you about this, but for the recording, I don't normally go uh, commute into the office, but I, it's like been kind of fall weathery in Chicago. So they warmed up a little oh, yeah. more than I would have preferred. Um, but I was like, you know what? It's like 60 degrees out. This feels like a great climate for a commute. 
I'm like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in. And I did. And then it was fine. Um, and like literally I, I walk into the office and I, I pull up my Twitter feed um, as like we're like grab, grabbing coffee. Nintendo Direct and State of Play. And I was like, God damn it. Damn it. Terrible day to go in. Because now, how are you going to watch those? Well, normally I would have had it on the side or something. But uh, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to be pulling up. Like in the past, and being in the office, I wouldn't have cared. But I'm like, "Ah, I'm barely ever here. So I am am married to a person who all waking hours, there is a TV show on. Uh, And guess what? You can work while you have videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. But yeah, at work, you know, that's a bold move. It's a bold move. Yeah. And I mean, I was the other part is like I had work to do and I was doing it. So <sighs> it's like it was like that. It's like ah, double whammy, <laughs> double whammy. Like I have weeks like that where it's like, damn, I can't really watch this because I actually have things to do. Um, and so they would have been one of those anyways. But it was just like, ah, I can't even have it on the side or whatever. So um, it's fine. But a lot of stuff today. A lot of busy, busy cycle for for, busy. for gaming stuff. And really quick we before about. we go into it. Because you were talking about fall. Yeah. I was recently uh, had a friend stay over for a couple of days who was visiting and we were kind of talking and and by the end of the conversation, you know, like it was a big, long friend conversation where you have it for like several hours. Uh, I got to the point where I was like, hey, you know what? And I'm talking about someone who identifies as male. I was like, I think I figured something out. And he's like, what do you what do you mean? I was like, huh, everything that you're most excited about in like what your life would look like with a partner if you found one. Yeah. I was like, you have fall girl aesthetic. (laughs) I was like, that is you are a fall girl. (laughs) Like and he was like, huh? And I was like, let me pull up like fall girl stuff. (laughs) And it was like literally it was spurned from him just being like, so like have any have any coffee that has pumpkin with it and i was like no it's a fucking i'm at home what do you mean <laughs> i just like keep like pumpkin coffee lying around uh no <laughs> i'm not not a barista uh but but it honestly i was like this makes sense and i i, I thought it was a very apt description I, and he was like no actually i think you're right and i was like lean into it go full go full yeah, on yeah that's that's where you'll find your wife i know it Living your you know, truth. <laughs> go, go, like hit a punk pumpkin patch like every weekend until he finds oh, his yeah. wife. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm Why just not? looking for the perfect pumpkin, and oh well, god, I guess I found you. <laughs> and that's the episode this week, folks. Have a have a good one. I think this is, might be the end of the podcast too. Uh, no, that's, that's I good. get too popular from my various hot takes oh yeah no well we're, we're, just gonna, we're just gonna completely switch into into fog girl aesthetic this is a fog girl uh, aesthetic podcast now that spencer runs that would be honestly we got to change the logo for the fall <laughs> get it nice orange and, and browns orange and browns very warm neutral tones i mean you know what i'm I, i'm a little bit more on my, on your on your buddy side here i love i've been crushing pumpkin cream cold brews and and spice yeah. lattes for two weeks. Hey, I'm not denigrating the fall girl aesthetic. It's the comfiest. Oh no, of not aesthetics. at all. We've not uh, said a single bad thing about it. And I'm a and I'm a I'm a fall guy. Oh uh, yeah, easy, I'm a fall guy. Easy. I it's you know the two weeks we get of it in Chicago, best weather of the year. Yeah, we got uh, 
first two days of it this weekend, basically into yesterday, today kind of. Um, but yeah, and then after this, it's like, oh, we're back into like summer, spring, and then maybe a <laughs> month from now we get another few days of fall. Yeah, it's so so confusing. <laughs> um, but what I meant when I said fall, guys. Oh no, no, is... we gotta we gotta start with iOS for sixteen first. iOS ah, sixteen. Damn, I thought it was, yeah. okay. Well, pretend that I do that story <laughs> before we talk about Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Fall Guys two or Fall Guys is getting more shit or whatever. You y'all know our opinions on Fall Guys. Yeah, so. yeah. But well, yeah, iOS sixteen. Damn it. Well, I, I thought we were on point because you were talking about nah, it early in the recording. I know. Talking about the beta breaking your phone and all this. I'm and dumb as man, hell. I'm dumb as hell. It's all right. It's all right. We, I think we moved too fast. It's also, you you never let me, you cut me off. You're like, right before you get into it, I was like, Spencer, I was about to bring it around. <laughs> I was literally about to bring it around. Yeah, I know. I and That's okay. Was it needed? It wasn't. But did I do it? <laughs> I did. That's part of the dynamic and that's that's what makes this work. OK, so I agree. I'm not mad. Uh, iOS 16 officially out uh, as of this week. Now no longer in beta. So everyone can update their, their phones. It's this is the time of the year that Apple pushes. Get on this new iOS version. Spencer's been playing around with this for, for a while. I played uh, with the beta for like a week and then really dug into it yesterday and today. Um, but highlights what are what are your biggest positives so far the, the things that you like the most um so things that i like the most i would say uh enabling haptic keyboard that's been great uh feels nice to have that that back that feeling back um though on a on a 13 mini your battery life screwed i i, I wish that they would give us a amount sensor like so we could say like light or heavy it's pretty intense so it's 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 a ah, battery um i really do like the new uh the the dynamic homepage or not homepage the dynamic lock screen um yeah like like i i i kind of keep it relatively minimal i'm not going super crazy using everything but i like having like a bigger version of my phone battery uh, yes, I have like uh, different time zones of like family all on there. So I can always like before I call them, remember, you know, if they're wherever they are. Uh, and then having that little just tiny bit of the weather. Uh, oh, I know, love that. little at, weather at a glance thing. is great. Yeah. And then I've been playing with uh, the dynamic photo option where it just cycles through different like segments of your photos. Oh, yeah. You can do like cities or you can pick like, you know, people. Uh, or like specific, uh, you can do like only stuff that's nature, only stuff that's this, and it's kind of pretty cool to to kind of remember some pictures you forgot. Yeah. Um, it seems to loop pretty similar pictures once it settles in, but I really like that. That's that's been a feature I've liked using a lot and kind of messing with it. Um, and then otherwise, like that, those are the ones that I think are going to be most in everyone's face. And like doing those would probably make you feel like the experience is yeah. a little different. But um, I think the other thing that I've noticed just like through not like necessarily the deeper settings of iOS 16, um, but, you know, Apple continues to push towards making sure that you have agency over what your phone is doing. And so like the one of the new little things that they have is uh, if you're copying from somewhere and then pasting it somewhere else at first, like checks with you if you want to do that right like do you want to allow this kind of cross clipboarding to happen 
so so that's pretty cool i mean like that's nice uh even though every time i'm like yeah i'm like literally i press paste uh it's like the thing i think every time but sure. you know hey it's technically privacy um and then i the, that that's really like where i'm at with it like i i really do appreciate having haptics uh i really i really missed it and i didn't realize yeah it's like it's one of those uh remnants of um uh, well the hap- haptic feedback is just nice i think it's also good for accessibility um but it's also like remnants of uh the old force touch feature that apple no longer yeah, does anymore i'm like to the force i touch. actually really like force touch this, everyone this if you learned one. how to use it it was so good yeah i not enough people really learned how to use it i think it was confusing, uh, that's the problem yeah that's the tricky part but no i agree with that one and then like for me kind of similar things the the personalized lock screen is is super nice and again i understand that like android has had some of these features for a long time but i'm like we do it because it's easier here i'm gonna be honest um Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's fine so like that's good the uh the weather at a glance has been cool I, tracking my rings on the home on the home screen is also pretty cool yeah also the one other thing the press to edit and like grab people like it, yeah the edit that is really fun have i have enjoyed that i forgot because i don't like take all that many pictures with my phone but well, it's fun to just mess around with you it. can make you can make them into stickers and like i've made yeah. pet stickers now so i have kick Kat and whiskey as stickers now because i can just pull out like they're the subject they can you can pull them out it's I'll, I'll, yeah it's I'll fun put this over, it's fun i'll overlay this audio over like a tiktok video or something with the example but yeah you literally tap and hold on a subject a pet or person drag it and you can t- paste it somewhere else and it's great or you can ma- save it into a sticker and start using that for like your your iMessages and stuff, so that's a super fun one that I that I really like. Also, it's gonna hopefully up the uh, your boys' uh, thumbnail game, so that that could yeah. be useful as well. Uh, the mark is on red or reply later, what they're calling it. So yeah. nice, I think that the editing that one is, is nice. I don't do it that often, but every now and then I'm like, ah, I want to remember to come back to this one, so let me mark this as on red so i can so i know the notification is there or the icon is still is there um editing the text message this one was a a funny one because it's like at a at a high level you're like editing a text message i'm like oh this i I, we started calling it the uh the uh, the gaslighters feature (laughs) like i never said that well they could if the person the other person says that it edited yeah Yeah. and you can see the history of the edits but still that's like a nice one like sometimes you just fat finger something and you want to oh, like, oh, especially my fat ass fingers on an iPhone 13 mini. I'm constantly <laughs> just putting a period between every word. Like it's it is crazy how bad I am at texting. Uh, so uh, that that's a that's a really nice one too. And then everything else has been has been solid. So the one thing that is like very like I guess niche or like specific use case for me, something happened a couple years ago when yeah, either backed up my iCloud account or a phone a year or two ago and kind of Uh-oh, recent. Ghost in the machine. All my my contacts started duplicating, every single one. And it got to three instances of every me contact too. I have. Me too. And every time, like, my brother would call me or you would call me, my mom called me, like, you, uh, mom and three other people. I'm like, what? No, what are you talking? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's just my contacts are triplicated, basically. Yeah. They did a merge contacts, remove duplicates. Yeah. It's But what so you could nice. also do, iPhone, is 
actually listen when I say I only want contacts <laughs> from, from this, this account. account. Yes. Like, I don't... Why are you always putting my Gmail shit back in there? Why are you always putting, like, an Outlook that I logged into one time and didn't even, like, have the app on my phone? Like, what are you doing? It, it, it shouldn't It's annoying exist. because for a long time, like, being able to pull up some things I keep on my Google Calendar and something I keep on my iCloud account, like contacts I keep on my iCloud account. We share calendars uh, with Lily, and that's on the Google. Apple's better at like gotten better at like uh, calendar sharing and stuff, so we we're starting to transition over. But I was like, for a long time, it worked really well. I had my work shit separate, and it was just a calendar. I had yep. my personal calendar. I had my iCloud that did everything else. The email cons, all of that. It it was nice. It worked for a long time. And then I don't know if it was like iOS 13 or 14. A couple yeah. of years. It, it, we, I went a couple of years. And I it was just one of those where it's like, I'm not really going to put in the time to like research this because it's it's just annoying to look at, but it's not really breaking anything. Um, and then they just did it. And now it's like, oh, my God, this is so much. It's just like a quick see duplicates merge. And that's it. Yeah. And which now is, it's which is very clean. nice. Which I, I very much appreciated. Yeah. Uh, Danny, do you've you've worked with me professionally. Yeah. Uh and and I think you know my organization system for remembering what I have to do. Yeah. So <laughs> you understand how deeply needed Mark Unread has been, because that is truly the only and I am Deep into a career. I'm, at this su- point. I'm surprised you didn't like. I'm surprised this wasn't your first thing that you brought up. Well, I, I, I was going. I, okay. I was like, did I already bring? I don't you, know. But uh, you're building up to it. So, my organization system in work, and it, it works. I'm not saying it's good, but it works. Is if there is anything that I need to deal with, I either have it open all of the time. Yeah. So I can always see it. <laughs> And I'm constantly clicking on it like 20 times a day. Uh, or I mark it unread in an email, including I send myself to-do lists in email so that I can mark that email unread. That's how oh, deep man. I am into this system. So me being able to have that is a game changer because I'm a person who despises notifications. Same, I hate them. I same. hate giving them, getting them because if I... If it if it's there, I have to look at it. But oftentimes I'm looking at it without any intention of doing anything about it at that moment. I just want it gone. So marking unread has already been super helpful for me to not forget to text people back. So it not saying it's a good system, but it is a great way to remember. <laughs> it's one of those where it's like, yeah, it doesn't have to be a good system for everyone. It doesn't have to, not everything has to scale. If it works for you, it works for you. That's all that matters. That's That's, that's literally it. That's I, true. I, so, okay. So I'm a similar way. Like very few things actually can send me notifications. Um, I'm a heavy Slack user, heavy iMessage user. Oh yeah. And, uh, that's pretty much it as far as like communication tools. Discord, I still, I, I use kind of regularly as well nothing notifies me except iMessage nothing yeah but because i'm so like tied into like these are the places where i go look to if i need something i gotta do something i'm in the habit of like regularly checking so i send myself slack messages and that's like where i keep all my notes and like oh that i had to do this thing right 
Okay, cool. Yeah. And then and then here's the thing. It's a broken system because then I don't I just do it and then I don't cross anything out or delete a message or anything. It's just done. So if anything yeah. goes a certain period of time and I didn't get never, to it, yeah, I'm never yeah, gonna get to it unless right. someone asks for it. And I'm like, it's, oh shit, yeah, I forgot. Let me write it again. It's where it breaks down. Yep. It's where yep. it, it it's where it breaks down. Uh <laughs> but holy shit, Apple, if you're listening, add a remind me feature for marking stuff as unread or any text message. Like add a I will let you send me a notification to look at this thing because I use that in Slack. That is how I actually remember to like follow up on shit that I delete. I just go like, remind me in like two weeks that this exists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just like send me a something in two weeks. Just remembering like, hey, this is remember this exists. There, there like, are some things where it's like, I don't have to do anything with this right now. It's not urgent. Mm-hmm. Everything else is more urgent. But I do need to come back to this at some point. That's when I use the Slack reminders. Uh, And same thing with text message threads, you know, like give me some space sometimes. It's Uh, crazy because like (laughs) Apple has a reminders app. Like they have a whole ass dedicated application. It is a shit box. I never use it. It sucks. It's terrible. It's like for all of the things it appears to do, it somehow does none of them well. I had a, uh, I had some repeating reminder at one point, and then I would, they would never mark as complete, even if I marked them. Yes. Yes. And then it would just keep reminding you for forever. And then you, I'm, I just, I'm like, okay, I guess I have to delete this instead of saying it's done. Uh, very frustrating. Sometimes throughout my history with using reminders, it just won't fucking remind you. Yeah. That mm-hmm. happens. Like it's the one pl- place in Apple that I feel like you can't trust it as much apple's notification center it definitely needs i think they it still needs some love it needs some more love because it's like you gotta like drag up to see everything it's like really it's unintuitive i don't like it yeah there's yeah it should be just show me everything or don't it literally defaults like the the settings it defaults to is assuming that you are not going to have a time component to this reminder just a day component and then it also is assuming, so you definitely want to get this at midnight, right? Like that's right. what we're assuming. So, like so it's, it's wild. It's, it's, but it's stupid. So, I'm health reminder stuff yeah. has gotten, they've like basically they have health reminders now. Those you set it, forget uh, it, and it'll like tell you to drink water. It's so weird because like the health reminders system. are great. It's like on my watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of those reminders are perfect. Like they, they nailed like the Apple Watch reminders of like, your rings, a little walk here and there. They get annoying sometimes, like, yeah, I'm not going to do that 30-minute walk. Get the hell out of here. But sometimes, sometimes I'm like, you know what? I can squeeze in a 15-minute or Yeah. And then I yeah. do something. It's better than nothing. But, like, okay, so here's the screen. I'm recording the screen, too. So, all right. I pull down my notification center, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. That's the only thing that shows up, this event, the, the calendar yes. invite. Drag up. Look at how many more notifications are there. That Why weren't they just there? Why weren't they just available? Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not loving I'm not loving those either because it's like oh yeah unless you specifically remove it it'll yeah. stay there it's mm-hmm. persistent. Also, uh, I keep getting a spam text from a person saying that are you like Richard something? Uh, I got a new phone. I lost my contacts. And even though I deleted this text thread, it's still showing me. From last Thursday, because I hadn't swiped it away. I, I find that I deal with that more 
um when i'm iMessaging like when it's syncing uh with like my computer and my ipad it's like these these messages would be gone what the hell is this um yeah also that's weird you're getting you're getting checked my guy i'm just oh yeah it's just i mean we're all (laughs) again this is why we should write all of our passwords (laughs) on paper because like what a perfect know, loop around on that one. It, it's good. I I think iOS 16 for for all we we you know we got to throw in the critiques in there. We're fair here, okay? Um, for all all of the uh, things that Apple still needs to work on, most of this is like, oh, these are these are thank yeah. you, like cool, thanks. This, this, lock, I'm going to use these. screen alone makes it a a net positive. Like yeah. it's it's a really fun little thing that you didn't even realize is not like it's just nicer than it was, you know. And that's that's usually when Apple is at its best. Yeah, yeah. Just like slightly giving you something a little better, um, and they nailed it. I really yeah, and like it just and screen. it just brings it all all together. I like it. Uh, I'm excited to see what this uh, like always on display and stuff when when the iPhone 14 oh, comes in. Can we go to Spencer conspiracy? Oh yes, please. Oh my god. Okay. Go. So the iPhone 14. Uh, was released and there's the 14s and then there's the pro versions right and they got rid of the mini and they didn't announce an se or a new se which i do still think they're going to do that in like yeah, march that'll be their march thing. i agree um but so like they they made a point through apple connect and also what they like obviously gave out to tech journalists you know as they're kind of you can pull from this whatever you want here's like the source so yeah. so to speak um so i think because like everything you're reading was mentioning like a kind of positive spin on how the 14 phones were the same price as the 13 the 13s even with all the like basically like look at us we're being bros right kind of type of language and then like early indicators like and this is not science because it's a conspiracy a and then b it's not science because it's just based on shipping timeframes against like historical how apple launch events have gone so what they were what they're what people are starting to notice is for the pros the lag time is already like over two months out i think uh in terms of when you'll actually get your 14s yeah you can get a 14 delivered in 12 hours in chicago today like there is no backlog to the ordering of them and so what and this is similar to how the mini looked against the 13s uh the 13th generation or whatever um and so what i think might be happening is cuz a lot of things that apple's been doing is very premium in the last year like the fucking insanely oh, expensive yeah. monitor mm-hmm. insanely expensive headphones the pros really starting to separate in terms of price from the normal version of the the phone like and, you know, and they we are, got phones we normalized 14 1500 yeah. bucks oh. for an iphone what i think they're doing is they're moving slowly and slowly up and up and up and once it tips over where we've gotten a, enough up market with what we're doing now that basically we're just getting more money per unit and it makes sense now for us as a company, I think what you're going to see is Apple slowly getting rid of all of their cheaper things and then blaming it 
on all of the consumers for not the market decided it so we just decided we no longer want the 13 mini because it's the cheapest phone oh the market decided that the 14s they actually the mark well you it's your you guys didn't buy it so sorry we're just going to get rid of it and now all we have is super expensive shit and then we're down to less models and they'll keep fucking hammering the price that's the cons- this is my conspiracy this is this is me thinking in the worst possible way it could go based on no actual information which is what all <laughs> conspiracies are good so disclaimer you, towards the to the tail end well, of that it's like, good job just everyone who believes stupid shit um <laughs> like i this this is i know this isn't true just so everybody knows and it probably won't be true too bad this is clipped this is clipped without the context <laughs> No, okay. Honest. Hey. I don't think it's that wild. I don't think it's that wild. I don't think it's that wild because okay. okay, So one, that's not going to happen. That 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 would just be stupid to completely cut out a huge part of the market. On especially with the success of the SE and the uh, Apple Watch SE. But I think you're onto something because Apple has discussed the possibility, or or. Yeah, there was a report earlier, I think it was earlier this year, that uh, Apple was was investigating, um, instead of a software subscription service, a hardware subscription service. And you effectively have that with the iPhone upgrade program. Yeah. But instead, they say, say you do like tiered subscriptions, like you do with a PlayStation or whatever. And you say, all right, you pay us 50, 75, 100 a month, which whatever, like they, those are expensive numbers, but like for devices, 50, you get one device, 75, you get two devices, 100, you get three devices, or like we make more devices available for you. So you can get a laptop or you can get an iPad Pro mm-hmm. or you can get an iPhone Pro. And maybe they push some of those like, oh, you want the pro? Can get the subscription, get our get get our highest tier subscription. Danny, I think you're talking about the renta centering of <laughs> our lives. Well, that's what everything. That's that's what we are in. Everyone, that, everyone, like all you software, just described yeah. the renta center. Literally, it's like, oh, you're just gonna get the couch. Well, that couch you're you're screwed on. But if you also get a love seat, a coffee table. A TV, uh, grandma's chair, and a rug. Then it's way more money, but you're getting a better deal. Right, right, right. Quote unquote. And it's so monthly installments, that. and yeah, you know how much companies love consistent and recurring revenue. Hmm. And then extreme, you know, potentially predatory uh, contracts. Oh, very like rent a center. Very predatory. It probably wouldn't be as extreme as Rent Center because you want like also the Rent Center model didn't work because that's why they aren't med- that many around anymore. Um, but I think something along those lines, I think it's very possible, which a lot of yeah. people push back on. I still think, like, you know what? For some people, it's going to give them the ability to get some devices that, you know, no one needs. Uh, I-, I retract that statement. Technology is a need at this point uh, in yes. this day and age. So, like, if it gets people like access to things uh, to an Apple device that they wouldn't have otherwise, and whatever, 
Um, assuming that it's not like built on like credit or debt or something like that, which probably will be to some capacity. But like you get a, a Netflix subscription and you just pay it. And if you don't pay it, then like how do you handle like that merchandise exchange and, yeah. and loss and recovery? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have all the details. This is just like I think something along those lines is probably what Apple would consider, which which is why I don't think that conspiracy you just mentioned is like extremely far fetched. Yeah, yeah. Uh and you know God, we went on a to, tangent here. I mean, Jesus we went on a tangent. Christ. And I could go farther, but I'm not going to. Um but this 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 episode is definitely has to be titled The Renta Centurion of America. Yeah. Because that's yeah. that's oh getting hits, God. baby. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo, uh, now the thing that I said about Fall Guys, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> you get it. You We're fell flat on that one. You, you, you human fell flat on that one. Ooh, which is the game we, I always think Fall Guys is every time we talk about Fall Guys. You got roasted, so on, that, I, you got roasted on that TikTok clip, man. I already, I already prepped myself. For the potential of me thinking that Fall Guys <laughs> was Human Fall Flat again. I haven't seen the TikTok, but it would hurt my feelings, so thank you for not showing me. Uh, I will not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Nintendo Direct happened today, yeah. and also, so did Sony's State of Play. Oh, my God. We, let's just mash them together. Let's just mash them you together. You know what? We're all gamers here. Gamer dudes and bros and, and, and yeah. girls and gals. We're doing the equivalent of the and persons. Coca-Cola commercial from the 70s of everyone just holding hands and saying, we all like games. Who cares we, what side We do on? like games. We do like games. Uh, look, the Nintendo Direct, I didn't catch the Nintendo Direct. I rewatched. I did watch the recording of the State of Play. But okay. the Nintendo Direct was fine. I think... I think a lot of really these really quick Danny yeah. before oh my god sorry, Spencer before we get in I know I know but it's important it's about yes. inclusivity oh okay. uh oh we talked about the the fashion of Steve Jobs yes I think we need to talk about the fashion and production of the Nintendo people and the Sony people I think it's only fair okay that we okay we do some judgments here <laughs> People agreed with okay to to kind of like to balance it out to balance out your your uh, your human fall flat take that people roasted. People agreed with your uh, with your Tim Cook roasting. So okay, all right, good. So so Thank this you. is this is good to bring up then. Good okay because I I do have some thoughts. <laughs> I was okay so um man uh. Nintendo Direct is one of the most punishingly boring tech events to watch. Um, and it's not because there's, a, there's translations. I don't care about that at all. It's just the hokiest production value. Yeah. The longest, like, dead, dead air. Like, there's so much just nothing happening. Uh, and, it, and it truly does seem like almost everyone that is talking is just zooming into a group call. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. at like a small company would do, you know, like a different, it just doesn't feel produced, which in some ways I can be charming, but let's get to the fashion of, of the thing. So yes. obviously uh, the, the new president um, of Nintendo, not even that new anymore. Uh, he, you know, 
he's coming after Bowser. So it's Ooh, it's a tough yeah. act to follow. Yeah. Much like a Steve Jobs uh situation for Mr. Tim Cook. And you know, he's having a little bit more success. I would say most of the time, hairs on point. Interesting. Probably gonna be a little different yeah. than the last time. Like there's a little bit of 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 something going on. There's a an, an attempt, really is what it comes down to. An for attempt. Sure, for sure. Uh usually like the suits. Uh but I I, I could have sworn at one point today I saw, I, I believe it was the president, maybe just they, he was wearing uh, a Nintendo t-shirt and I was thrown off. I was thrown off. Mm. Uh, I was barely watching it because I like was just looking back and forth for a couple minutes and like, yeah. not really taking it in. So it might be a totally different person, but I would say generally I, I like a lot more of the hairstyles on in Nintendo Direct. Uh, and I think Mostly people are wearing correctly fitting clothing, which is a good thing for tech people to strive for. Um, so I would give them, honestly, pretty good score. But production-wise, absolute dog shit. Oh, the production is... is It's the worst production, for sure, of all... It's, like Of Xbox, wild. PlayStation, and Nintendo, their production is the worst. Which is interesting because, like... The audience that they cater to is a little bit more mainstream, I feel, right? Like, it's a little bit more... It's not, it's like the common trope of the past that Nintendo's like, oh, that's the family-oriented game. And it's like, well, they don't, like, not all of these games are, like, family-friendly, uh, per se. Um, so it's not that much the case anymore. But um, I was just trying to pull, a, pull up the account right now on TikTok. And by the way, TikTok's way of finding people is annoying as hell. Uh, it just doesn't work. But this, there, I follow this guy on TikTok that uh, works on video game trailers specifically. Uh, that's okay. like his career and he and like that's interesting that you brought that up with the dead air because he's like nintendo is literally the only company that gets away with so much silence and slow moving dead space because yeah, they're nintendo yeah. because they know like well what's that you you're waiting on that legend of zelda you're waiting on that metroid prime tough shit sit through these yeah. blank screens for 15 seconds a pop and it's usually yeah. like something in the game, but it's like slowly panning out for that long with like barely oh, some voiceover. It's grueling. I mean, grueling. Are we talking about the Zelda trailer? Well, I mean, I think it's part of the production. So, yeah, they, this is a consistent theme with them. Um, yeah. And I think that's absolutely true because then the payoff is like, OK, here's a trailer now. And it's like, OK, well, now everyone's excited about the trailer. Everyone already forgot that this took 15 seconds of of pain to get through because once the video and the trailer is up on youtube you just fast forward yep. and get to the part that you want yeah but yeah. but it's, it is it is annoying to sit through i think their production is definitely the worst out of the the three at least it's a little more and they also do more like like presentation like people yeah, in say, front of camera because playstation doesn't I do did, that at all yeah so everyone in playstation i don't know what you're wearing so i would love to i would love to 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 see and judge so you know get out and about y'all um but you know you're staying away from the trolls so like you know it's all right i get that um, I get and there's that. there's is like at this point i feel like they have state of play it just it just goes it's quick nothing extreme oh it's a it's a well-oiled machine at this point yeah yeah like because they do them you know every couple months but and, and that's and that's not to say that like oh the playstation production is like so good or anything like that. it's just like it's fine. It gets the job done. It's nothing. Yeah, they just cut the fat. Crazy and boom, go. Which I actually appreciate. Um, I think Xbox has done pretty good on that on that front too. Um, but otherwise, it's like 
there's not really that many notes on the PlayStation side. So, all right, let's let's go into the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. A lot let's of farming it. simulators. A lot of farming simulators this round. I mean, we you heard it here probably last, but we talked about it. Simulators, yep, yep. man. The simulators. They're, they're truly having... It's the year of the sim. The, the one that I am uh, considering is the... What is it? Fay Farm, I think? There was a couple... Uh, fatal, fatal Frame? No. Fatal Frame. No, not Fatal there, Frame. A lot of F, a lot of F game. A lot yeah, of F a lot. Games. Oh, man. We were just talking about Fatal it, Frame is like the uh, spooky... Harvestella. Harvestella, Harv- yeah. Harvestella, um, which is mostly a farming sim, but occasionally you fight stuff. Is what I've is what I've gleaned from the trailer. It's so weird because it's like it's there. There, I have to be in a very specific mood, and there are specific uh, franchises that I will play this style of video game on. That is the Dragon Quest series, Final Fantasy series, and the Tales of series. Everything else JRPG, I don't really like the anime style. Yeah. The voices are like over the top and a little grating yeah. in my opinion but people love that like it's it's a huge genre people play these games they play the crap out of these uh these games harvestell is one who's like okay rpg and farmer i i'm usually yeah. pretty happy when like i'm playing an rpg or something and there's like some town building aspect to it it's like i it's a annoying gaming trope that rpgs do of western and jrpgs Mm-hmm. But I love the town building. So if you're adding these two together, I'm like, ah, I'll probably I'll check that one out. I'll check that one out. Out of all the simulators, I'll check that one out. The other one was just like straight up uh, like an Animal Crossing knockoff, which I think was Fae Farm. Uh, I'll give them more credit than that, but it looks very Animal Crossing esque. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's a ton of a ton of money. Uh, there's a ton of money in it. Um, it's a, it's a genre. It's, it's a which, low. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was I was watching. Um, I cannot remember the the channel, uh, a YouTube video game essayist, as I often am watching because I really find them most of them pretty interesting. Classic. When they're not the like clickbaity ones, but this guy uh, was like, you know, I wanted to see if my my partner would get into games. How could I get someone into video games? And like they agreed to be part of this like experiment where he just had them play 10 different games of kind of various complexities and just didn't help them at all. Yeah. Just like just watched and just saw how, how it was. Oh, I saw and this one. I saw this one. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's not a new video. Like it, yeah. I think it's been, it's been out for years, but um, like farming simulators, that was kind of when uh, I think the first animal crossing had come out. So it's around that, that time uh, was the one that like, he was like, it just, it made my partner frustrated the least because it was kind of easy to t- to take in and yeah. i think that's like you know like there can be a million uh a million animal crossings on switch and they'll all probably do pretty okay if they're good at the yeah. core mechanic yeah. of being calm but fun to, the, to play uh, the the internet uh nerds rage nerds trolls uh will like scream about cozy games not being real games screw that noise cozy games are great i love cozy I've said games it. it's, i've said it's, it before it's a good genre. i'll say it again we're all gamers here yeah and it's it's legit i i i like if we're talking about like stardew valley from that video I, i'm like i think that's more of like a true 
core, like when you distill down what is a yeah. video game, I would put yeah. that ahead of like a Madden or a Call of Duty. Yeah. I mean, because they're, Christine, they're, currently a gamer right now. She's playing a golf, a golf game on her phone because she's all about that golf life. <laughs> and she's having life. a blast. <laughs> also because we put a timer on her TikTok. Uh, ah, usage, uh, smart. So it's smart. like eh, little A, little yeah, B, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but hey, hey hitting yeah, the links little, is, little, is little never different. a bad move, well, and that's re- a game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I and and from that video, I remember like even though Breath of the Wild was still like a increasing complexity because like now you're doing like the omnidirectional like viewing and movements, they still did a pretty good job of like press this button but also like showing you where it is relative to the other buttons on your controller yeah yeah and i was like that is an interesting call out that is that is very true like just simple things like that like make good good for good game design but regardless you know you you know what is the the just way too complicated uh playing cyberpunk (laughs) we still haven't gotten back to that we still haven't gotten i know you bought cyberpunk that's, that's all I'm gonna say about it. Oh my goodness! Uh, that's gonna be a whole episode, I believe. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna have to be a whole ass deep dive. Uh, but there's so many different menus to consider. It is insane. And to be honest, it's almost as bad as uh, what was that? Uh, the- I don't think jack shit of it matters because I'm. Everyone seems to die real real easy, and you can just walk around samurai sword and everybody if you want. Like it's so it, the AI is terrible. <laughs> it was almost you as just bad run as around, that. just cutting people up. It's just, that stranding, that stranding's menus were oh my god. Oh yeah, but that was like the point of it. Like that was yeah, on purpose. I guess so I guess uh, so. But, but anywho, still, okay. Uh, anyway, so that, Nintendo Direct, <laughs> and then the big, the big hitters at the end. Pikmin Four. We got an announcement Boom. for Pikmin Four. I think this was the big, the the big surprise. This was like the biggest surprises. Twenty twenty three. They're promising it for next year. This one's for sure going to get yeah. delayed. I think it's going to be for sure delayed. Not not happening in 2023. And we got a date. We got a date for Breath of the Wild 2, which is not Breath of the Wild 2 anymore. It's Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I, May 12th, 2023. I'm, that title slaps. First off. That is a banging title. That is a fucking great title for a Zelda game. They nailed it. And they have my attention. I'm I the trailer looks great. I'm I'm excited for this one. I'm ex- I okay. So I love Breath of the Wild. I still believe that it's a, a bit overrated. Like people are like, this is changing open world games and forever. I, I have only put like forty hours into it, and then I just walked away. Wasn't for me. Not the, I, I, unfortunately wor- it wasn't the, for me. The worst thing that people that that other games like took from Breath of the Wild was the damn glider. Like every goddamn open world game uses a glider now, and it's there's super too many annoying. gliders. There's too many gliders. But that's not We're... Breath of the Wild's fault. That's not Breath of the Wild's fault. I am no. super excited for this game. This is. May we're gonna we're oh man we're gonna be playing uh so that that one I'm I'm really looking forward to yeah I mean it's one of those things that really only you can get from Nintendo like and this is why Nintendo will always be able to stick around yep oh yeah you know for sure that this game is going to slap it they is, do not it is going to, on their mainline on their mainline their mainline titles shit. they nail. They nail Almost it. without Even fail. The, there, there are lesser entries. Yeah. I'm not saying all of them are absolutely masterpieces. The 10 out of 10s, right. Yeah. But they're always 
really fucking good. Like everyone, like I feel like the last couple of years, everyone has really come around on Majora's Mask, and it's probably been longer, but I feel like it's almost now the mainstream opinion of Majora's yeah. Mask is it's an under underappreciated, yeah, underappreciated. I mean, that's even come up with Twilight Princess, which was like kind of a very soft. This is fine. It wasn't bad, but it was um, just okay. I, yeah. So, to, say, so to say I, Twilight Princess is underrated is, I think, we're pushing it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say under. Yeah, that's the one I feel like there's been the least change. But yeah. people are like, I mean, it's it's fine. Like, and there was times where people were like, I hate this. Um, I I respect Majora's Mask for like switching it up all the way up when it did. Like that was a huge risk they took, and some of it's it a worked. Brutal game. Some of it worked. It's a, but it is a brutal really game. Intense. It is a brutal it's a, game. It's an intense. It's, it's an intense. brutal. Like Nintendo, like you did <laughs> fuck up like all of us with that game. Like uh, yeah. talk, to, talk, to, talk to any sad person you know. Guess what? Oh, they man, played I'm Majora's right. Mask at 11. <laughs> um, everyone's dead and time is moving forward regardless. And I'm only talking to you're sad trapped. dead ghosts. You're trapped and you're trapped. <laughs> and I'm trapped. In the and loop. the masks are scary <laughs> and freaking me out. Oh, it's so and good. I'm, again, probably 11. <laughs> I'm, I've, you, can, you can find recordings and videos of me in the past. Like I've been a, I've been a fan of Majora's Mask for for a long, long time. Um, so, and, point being, they're going to nail this one. They're gonna, save, gonna, save for Metroid Prime 4, that's the only other game that would get me more excited. If they showed yeah. me finally Metroid Prime 4, I, yeah, I would, I would lose my shit. I really want yeah, this I mean, game. It'd be cool to get, like, a, another, an announcement of a new Mario. Like, those are always Oh, fun. yeah, those are always fun, or, um, Oh, I guess they did announce a new uh, Fire Emblem. Add a little bit more niche, a little more niche. Yeah, niche. but they keep they keep having they keep Fire Emblems. They keep cranking them out. And I, every time I see it, I'm like, never played it, but <laughs> someone's playing it because it has so many. <laughs> True. State of play, PlayStation, baby. Okay. So, what do you think overall? What are you uh, most excited for? I'm most excited for uh, this is a spin. This is going to be surprising. Like obviously, God of War. Like everyone's excited. For, uh, yeah, yeah, that trailer, fantastic. We'll talk about that uh, to close out. I'm besides that the thing. I'm most excited for is uh, like a dragon. Uh, Ronin was it? Ronin. Ishin, like a dragon. Ishin. Okay, so I'm going to explain why. I downloaded uh, with the PlayStation Plus uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. I had never played these games. I've never been into like the franchise or at all. I've heard of them. I've seen them. I've seen like donkeys videos on them or whatever. Just never like whatever. It's it's just not a, not a game or a franchise I considered. Right. I am five hours into Yakuza Like a Dragon, which was released in 2020, in completely in love with this game already. Nice. It is a fun game, a switch up. It's a turn-based RPG, but it's like set in modern day Japan and you play like as a, a Japanese gangster basically, and it doesn't take itself too seriously. It gets it gives you like the wacky Japanese shit in yeah. like uh, a very tasteful way. And also they like take inspiration from Dragon Quest, which is my favorite uh JRPG franchise of all time, like over Final Fantasy for me. 
Like a lot of cues, like they literally talk about the game as like in the game. It's like very meta and it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're inspired by this game. So we're going to like do things kind of similar. But also like the voice acting is great. The writing is really like fun uh, at times. It's like the perfect balance of like serious and then like just insane hilarity uh, randomly. Mm -hmm. Very taut, like uh, a little bit more mature. Like he... Like, this character was born at, like, a brothel. So it's, like, you can't let, like, your five-year-old or six-year-old Hell play yeah, this game. Hell yeah, rock star. But, it's, but it's, like, it's, like, also, like, super, like, forward-thinking at, at times, too, with, like, some other topics. It's, it's, really, it's really interesting. But the gameplay is kind of fun. It's just, like, you, your party is, like, literally you, an ex-con, uh, 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 unhomed person that is, like, mm-hmm. your partner, and, like... Their special abilities are like burping and like farting on enemies and that like weakens them. It's super weird. It's super weird. And I love it. So that's why I'm looking forward to that. Cause like if they're gonna bring in like feudal Japan and then bring those elements into this game, sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah, yeah. Uh I I totally I mean anything Yakuza related is usually pretty fucking cool. Uh like I haven't played them either, but like the aesthetic of the games, I'm always like I need to get into this like uh, every time. And, and maybe this is the one that'll get me in because I'll I'll go download that and, and check it out. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited. Yeah. So it's not like intense thing, either. It's like a pretty chill play. Little uh, slow burn of a TV show. But Tokyo Vice uh, mm. on HBO Max. I would I would say watch it. Uh, it does take like two episodes to really settle in. Um, but it is Michael Mann produced. He directs the first episode, but it's not like it's kind of Michael Manny, but not like on the nose. Uh, and Ken Watanabe. I mean, oh, I like love one of the Ken. goats, man. Ken He's is one of the great. freaking goats playing a, a moral detective in an immoral Tokyo. Like it's, I have it's seen fucking, the trailers for this. I have seen the trailers cr- for this. He crushes every single second he's on screen uh it's it's a good it's a good show i really liked it i actually like ended up really digging it um though there are some not great stuff with ansel elgort i think he was like a 19 year old texting a 17 year old um and kind of you know not good so yeah, watch yeah. at your own risk depends Brutal. on okay. if you're okay Oof. with that or not okay fair enough good disclaimer good disclaimer um but I do yeah, like I still Ken. watched Ken it. Is so I still cool. watched it. And yeah, it was it was good. I really it was good. <laughs> okay. And this is this is fresh, right? This just premiered like this year. This year, yeah. And it technically got a season two, but then HBO Max is like imploding, so nothing is set in stone over there, at least in Oh, my is this right not now. a mainline HBO uh series? I uh, it was so it was produced by a Japanese company as well. So it actually might be beneficial because it's less expensive for hbo well i don't know it's hard to tell they are doing really confusing shit (laughs) (laughs) it's super weird whatever's going on over there uh it's very confusing (laughs) uh state of play everything else besides that uh i i okay so i think the success of like uh ghost of tsushima has like we're seeing we're literally seeing the effects and the trickle effects of that success yep so many like and i'm not mad at it i'm not mad at it but so many japanese feudal japan inspired games 
Ronin mm-hmm. was, a, was a different one. The new Assassin's the Creed Ronin. is going to be set like you're like a ninja, which I appreciate. At least it's like not a, a samurai this time. It's like you're a ninja, and that makes more sense yeah. for Assassin's Creed. Uh, if they bring that that series and that game back to like a little bit more of its roots, where like the stealth is like really the focus, which would make sense being a ninja, I might consider getting that on a discount. Because uh, <laughs> otherwise, like I have crossed off all Ubisoft games. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that one's been okay. And then they did the tr- the reveal of uh, the limited edition God of War Ragnarok uh, PS5 controller. Mm-hmm. Which at first I was kind of annoyed at. Also the design, like, come on. Come on, Play- PlayStation, you're pretty, you have good designers. You have a good team. This it's is a boring desi- design. Yeah. This it's is a boring safe. design. You could have really gone for it. Um, so I don't really care for the design. And then they lean right into the trailer. And it looks amazing. It looks amazing. They gave us new footage. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I am really excited <laughs> I mean, for this. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it looks to so be honest, cool. I hadn't watched it. So I was watching it silently <laughs> for a little bit. Uh, but I mean, even it without so the fucking cool. work. And like the voice acting so good in it. Like, so good. Uh, and holy shit is this game. It's another one where I'm like, yeah, this game's going to slap. <laughs> like, there's no way it's not going to. Like, uh, I, and like, we, I think we are, we, we don't say that all the time. It's just like, there's some things that you just have some faith in. And I think one thing about it is uh, the documentary they released with God of War. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. After it came out and you just saw like, uh, the team talking about it and just like it was really a well-produced thing and i it was really and i'm like these they know what they're doing and they they are intentionally building towards the next step for like, for for all the faults that and like all the the less savory things that goes on in the gaming space especially like around the workforces and harassment and things that we've seen in the last year which is that needs to change and i i it's moving in the right direction, hopefully. And I think Santa Monica Studios did the right thing, like delaying this from the spring into the winter. Or oh, yeah. Like the in, the crunch would have been. It would have been insane. But like now you're seeing like kind of the fruits of that. And when you see like that documentary is like, that's also like the cool part. Like a lot of these really are like labors of love. And like, and like passion of like, I really not only care about like the format and the game, but also like. Yeah the arts and the design and the story yeah. and the writing and it all just really comes together. They have a really good team over there. So yeah. Um, also I hope they shout out, out for a long time. Shout out to no clip, uh, on YouTube slash Patreon. He, they're, they're a studio that produces video game documentaries that have no ads on oh, YouTube ever. Love it. Um, they're not monetized. They just release them and they're supported by their Patreon. Um, it, it's really cool to learn more about the people who make games. Uh, so, and I think that's why I'm so comfortable because, like, you kind of learned a lot about the people yeah. that made God of War, um, and like what they were bringing to it, the the different ways it was personal to them. Yeah. Um, and it feels like you know this is a continuation of that, and ultimately the reason for me, God of War is a tier above basically any game I've played in in the genre of an action RPG. Let's say. Yeah. Uh, is the attention to relationship 
that that's that, such a good point. that whole yeah. game relies on. Like that's such a big thing for a video game to ask you to do. And it's such a huge risk to hedge so much of the game on that those two characters having that type of chemistry. Well, cuz it's, it's 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 so dependent on not just the writing but also like the chemistry between the voice actors. Like that is also huge. Like it, it need they need to feed off of each other to some degree. That's yeah. that's like the uh and I always go back to the last of us, but like it's just that's just yeah. they just they they led the way, really. They like really kind of like hit hit that I, and nailed I, that. That's like I the magic the, of that type of game. That's that's why like games that I think you know, because God of War is ultimately you're the God of War, you have like a son, and you're gonna definitely kill some big shit, and then like there's gonna be like that final big shit thing you have to kill. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's still gonna be and a grandiose and video right. gamey. But I'm saying like that's like that would still be an awesome game. Right. But then the best games, like the best experiences that you get playing video games is when that shit is tight as hell, cooler, as cool as you think. And then you get to be on a boat with a fucking head that you have on your belt. And it's telling tells you great story. stories and telling a great story, too. Right. It's like like, uh, yeah, those people are probably going to make a good sequel. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, it was it, going back to Ubisoft. It's like. Yeah, and that's why all of your shit sucks when you make sequels, because you treat people like shit, you burn everybody out, and no one likes what they're doing. So yeah, and, and, and uh, gamer is just a transaction. Dogs. It's just a transaction for you. Yeah. Uh, which is a lot of the problem that, like, the sports, is, oh man, sports games are having a rough, rough go at it right now, which is still the, the, the thing. Um, so no, I'm, I'm excited for this. I Real quick, we'll close out, because I forgot to bring this up. The Star Wars VR, uh, PlayStation VR 2 game, doesn't look like a VR game. And I think that blew me away. The stuff that they're starting to like trickle out about PSVR 2 is really impressing me. Like, I- I'm like, oh shit. Like, mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. this isn't just a little step. Like, this is, I was like, oh, a fully like optimized for PSVR 2 built by Sony like that kind of vertical integration that they're going to be getting to with like triple a shit oh yeah oh man Ooh, it's gonna it's gonna i think this one's gonna hit a lot more than psvr1 because i think PSVR we're in the right time was, we're in the right time yeah and psvr1 was never top of class it came out two years behind yeah it was behind on like, everything it was a proof of concept one, basically yeah basically yeah and so yeah i'm very it's it looks cool like all the stuff that's coming out and more and more is coming out uh really like every couple days at this point um shit is it's going to be cool I'm i think i think i uh, i think it's been a little slow on all fronts on the xbox fronts on the nintendo fronts on the playstation fronts sorry xbox fans microsoft the jury's still out on like what games are going to be like really really good for for you all but I think uh, the PS5 is literally about to enter like a really good stride here where it's like, OK, OK, here we go. The heat's pick, picking up with God of War. Yeah. And then and then uh, the, these other games that come out. Same thing with Nintendo. Like, OK, if they get into like Breath of the Wild, uh, Metro Prime 4, yeah. uh, uh, Super Nintendo Switch or whatever they end up calling it. I think the next 12 they're months. They're in a good time. They're in a good the time. The next 12 months, we have like a possibility to get a couple generation classics yeah 
And we I haven't agree. gotten one yet, really, for the next-gen stuff. Like, we haven't gotten... This is a pure next-gen experience. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And we're going to get some of those soon, which is going to be kind of fun. Because we haven't... Yeah. It's been, like, two fucking years. It's that's around the time that it takes to like get I like know, okay I know, here it I is know, here I it know, is but it's still it's still two years you're right no I'm not I'm not uh, docking that but uh, yeah because yeah, I'm excited man been, like Tekken yeah, Eight looks it's, great it's, the looks street great. Street Fighter stuff has looked great too and I'm not a huge fighters guy but yeah yeah we're about to we're about to have some good times here with with these games so uh, yeah. I recommend real quick. If you're looking for something to play right now and you haven't checked it out, Yakuza Like a Dragon, I highly recommend. In in my eh, maybe closer to ten hours at this point. I'm having hey. a really good time. Hit it up. Use your plus plus plus, everybody. Plus 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 plus. Too many pluses. <laughs> uh well bye. Bye. <laughs>